And welcome back to the second segment of Share Truth, Apply Scripture. Again, I'm Jordan Shambly with Kendra White and Cedra Sarton, and we are talking about presenting the gospel to young people. In the last segment, we kind of discussed um, some of those advertisements that uh, churches can tend to send out to the young people because, you know, they are leaving. Statistics say they are leaving, and that puts a lot of people in emergency mode. We need to keep them here. We need to attract them here with something. Um, And we discussed how that thing really needs to be... uh, Christ and um, living under him because that is what really brings true joy. But what if we, okay, we are young people and we're already in church. Um, What if we see an exodus in our own church or maybe um, young people who might be questioning things or are not as mature in the faith as they should be? The things that we can do to help them, um, because we have a responsibility too. Um, So what might be some of those things? Well, Sidra and I can attest to it. We go to different uh, churches, mm-hmm. and we have a community of people that found that there wasn't enough depth, mm-hmm. and we wanted to dig deeper with friends. Right. And we just started our own Bible study, mm-hmm. and it's been going, what, like eight years now? A long I've, time. I've, yeah. I've been with you guys for at least six years. <laughs> and it's just been God has brought people. We don't even advertise. It's just as we meet people. Yeah, as you meet somebody that's in, you know, that would fit into the group as Mm -hmm. like someone in our age range that might feel comfortable with us we're like hey come and even older or younger people like come to our bible study we would love to have you and nobody it's not a church sanctioned thing we have people from all different denominations Mm -hmm. that just come because we want to know what god's word says yeah and like my roommate candid and i we facilitate it but we don't really run it we don't have a book we just we read scripture and Mm. we talk about it we say what does this mean we just go through it a book at a time (laughs) yeah well that's 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 a great model actually because it simplifies it Mm -hmm. you know they don't come and you have your your program in hand with you know this a prepackage and everything you give it to them and that that kind of comes across as a sell sometimes even though it might be completely innocent and good um, but just going to the scriptures I think is a great beginning place uh, you know because that's where God meets us primarily. There are those real conversations that you can, like, you can be, I can sense it when I'm in a party. I'm mm-hmm. like, they're having a good conversation in that yeah. corner, like about God, like something real. <laughs> you over there yeah, and, and just I like, hate listen. small talk. I just absolutely <laughs> hate it. So yeah, but like, there's just something about remembering uh-huh. how real God is. Mm-hmm. And I feel like sometimes we get into just church play mode, mm-hmm. you know, and then like you guys, I'm sure you have those moments where you're like, oh my gosh, God is so big. Mm-hmm. He's mm-hmm. everywhere. It's like these basic truths that mm-hmm. just come to come to life in uh, your heart, uh-huh. you know, and when you can share that with another person, mm-hmm. um, the, the thing I've learned is whatever God gives you, it is to share with others. Mm-hmm. And if you're even a new believer and you don't feel like you know anything, I guarantee you know something more than, than somebody else. Hmm. And um, I started a, another Bible study uh-huh. with some some people from my church that um, were just baby believers. Mm-hmm. And I was nervous because I'm like, okay, they're going to have a lot of questions. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know if I'm ready for this. And um, hmm. we were reading in the Gospel of John where you know Jesus has... Um, 
some other siblings that come up and they're like, so are they God too? And I was like, nope, nope, really? they're definitely not. You huh. know, and someone asked me where Jesus's bones were buried and I yeah. was like, well, well, he resurrected. So, and I'm like, these are questions I know the answers yeah. to. Yeah. Like, it's not even that hard. <laughs> but like, if you really seek huh. the Lord, um, he will place you with younger people mm-hmm. and you just have to be willing to, to open your home, your heart, mm-hmm. go to lunch with people. Yeah. Like, <laughs> and, yeah. Yeah. And be ready to answer questions if you can. Be ready to say I don't know that, mm-hmm. but I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go mm-hmm. look this up, and I'm gonna. We're gonna, you know, we'll figure this out together. Yeah, it's uh, that as um, iron sharpens iron mm-hmm. situation. Yeah, where one, one person's question, you know, uh, helps someone else grow. Um, so I mean, that's a good point though, because I mean, how can we expect to help other people grow when we're not growing ourselves? Mm-hmm. Um, and people can tell. Yeah, like when I have taught or done different things mm-hmm. in small group settings, when I haven't had like great quiet times, like I feel like I've got nothing to give these people. Mm-hmm. Versus like if I've spent time in the Word, it's like, oh my goodness, I can't yeah. wait to talk to you guys. Mm. There's a um, a scripture that talks about um, oh, it's about kings. I think I wrote it down. Um, let's see, it's in Proverbs. It mm-hmm. is the glory of God to conceal a matter mm. and the glory of kings to seek it out. Mm. And I love that because that just tells us that there are some things that God allows to be a mystery in yeah. his yeah. word. Yeah. And it's not that God's <laughs> trying to confuse things. And yeah. It's not that he's just trying to hide it. But He, it's there for you to find mm-hmm. easily if you are willing to look for it. Yeah. And that's what God wants. He wants ones, He wants the, the soldiers that are willing to step out and go on <sighs> this good. long journey to find mm-hmm. him. Mm-hmm. Even though he's right there, yeah. he's right there, and he's yeah. like, "I'm right here, come to me." But mm-hmm. he wants the ones that are willing to get up to go to him. Yeah, it, it, it's it's like um, it's like getting to know somebody. Mm-hmm. It, there's work involved. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, there will be things about them that that's not apparent to just anybody who passes by. Like I got married, okay, and I I knew um, Anna very pretty well. Like we grew up together, but after we got married, after a little while passed. I knew so much more, like 200% more than I did before. And it, and it takes work. Wow. It takes uh, sitting out. It takes spending time with the person. It takes conversation, uh, a back and forth. Um, and, and really, that's what it is with, with uh, God. When, when there are things in the Bible that, that are, are in His Word that are sort of mysterious, but they're not um, unachievable mm-hmm. because if they're there, He's communicating it, right? And you just need to sit down and and spend time in the Word and in prayer and have that back and forth communication with Him, and He will He will reveal Himself to you. He's not mm-hmm. going to hide from His children. That that would be mm-hmm. cruel. But I uh, do get nervous with the next yeah. generation. Like I'm <laughs> soon to be married and hope to have children one <laughs> yeah. day. Like when I look at the state of the church right now. Mm-hmm. Um, I had a lot of great ministries and programs and things that helped me learn mm-hmm. how to break down God's word. Um, like Sunday school mm-hmm. is a thing of the past now. Yeah, Most churches don't even have Sunday schools. Yeah. And I understand that you have to change, you know, like a lot of them that don't have Sunday schools, it's because nobody was showing up. Right, right. Don't like There's a reason. Early. Yeah. But where are you going to replace teaching? Because mm-hmm. there's, there's sermons and sermons are great, but... If somebody wants to read the Bible and study on their own, they need to know the history. They need to understand, like, how do mm. you interpret the Word of God? And those are things that I learned in elementary school. Yeah, um, We had a 
program that's a lot like catechisms. It was right. junior Bible quizzing, and we would just memorize basic facts through the first man and first female. Mm-hmm. You know, what is the Bible? You know, some of those basic yeah. foundational yeah, even, things. Even in my, you know, I went to a, a public school, not a Christian school. I wasn't homeschooled. Mm-hmm. But even in my public school growing up, we had Bible mm-hmm. at least mm-hmm. once a week. And wow. there's so many things that, yeah, there's so many things that... Um, people my age don't know and it just you know it just throws me for yeah, a loop when yeah. you're talking to them and they're like and they'll ask you a question and you have to keep that surprise mm-hmm. look off your face because yeah. you don't want them to feel bad for asking or just feel stupid yeah. but you're like I knew that when I was right. six right. you know right well and the burden has always been on parents and should be but I feel like <clears> in generations past the church had more options mm. of yeah. activities for kids to get some of that instruction mm-hmm. and now it's like you have maybe like kids church and Wednesday night, mm-hmm. you know, but not really a like, yeah. mm-hmm. like, I don't know. Yeah. I, I, we're going to get into um, children's ministries kind of specifically in the next episode. Mm-hmm. So stay tuned for next week's <laughs> episode. Um, but I, I think we could talk about the value of being discipled here mm-hmm. on a one-on-one basis. Um, I, I think that's mm, almost more than anything. And I'm, I'm, I'm going to say that almost. Um, is lacking a lot in churches yeah. um, because you look at the model of, I mean, you look at the model of Christ. Uh, he had many disciples, but there was obviously one-on-one time with each mm-hmm. of them. Um, and the, you look at uh, Paul, he had uh, Silas, he had Barnabas, he had Timothy. Uh, I believe he had Titus. Uh, he, there was always this this uh, one-on-one connection with an older Christian Um who was not perfect, mm-hmm. um, but as a result, you know, the gospel was spread and Christ was glorified. Um, what? But it can be intimidating, you know, to go up to an old Christian and say, um, "Excuse me, sir." Yeah, <laughs> or, you or be ma'am? my friend. Yeah, <laughs> but they. I, sorry, <laughs> I kind of I read in one of your articles, Jordan, where you're talking about mm. how sometimes younger Christians get treated in a patronizing sort of way yeah, at times. Yeah. And, I, and I've experienced that mm-hmm. where I, I've spoken, where I've decided to speak up in church because, you know me, I'm not scared to speak no, up yeah. anywhere. <laughs> but then they'll look like me, look at me like, oh, look, she's talking. She she's speaking yeah. out loud. You know, and stuff. Oh, not wow. everybody. I've had some very encouraging older Christians mm-hmm. in my life that have really pushed me. Yeah. But then sometimes there are those that um, – Maybe especially if you're like me and you grew up in the same church your mm-hmm. entire life, these people watched you in the nursery. Yeah, they still and, think of you as a baby. Yeah, they still yeah. think of you as a baby. And so it's kind of um, – and in it, you were you were talking about you, we don't need them to stoop to our level mm-hmm. or s- to speak our language necessarily. Mm-hmm. And I just kind of thought that's a time instead of stooping to our level, you need to help lift us up. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's good. Yeah. You know, yeah. and so I yeah. thought about that a lot. Yeah, I, I think a lot of people uh, – don't understand sometimes that if you set a high standard for somebody, a lot of times they'll try to meet it. Mm-hmm. You know, if there's a genuine interest there for a connection, if you set a high standard or high expectations for someone, they'll at least attempt to meet it. And I think, I mean, that's where honestly a lot of the growth from discipleship comes from uh, because that goes into accountability, mm-hmm. that goes into. Um, well, this is how a Christian lives, and this is what I expect of you because mm-hmm. you say you're a Christian. And when there's something out of line, I'm going to bring it up, and it's not going to be pleasant. And 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 that, I mean, it's it's like exercise. It's not comfortable, and it really shouldn't be comfortable. Mm-hmm. Um, it's because there's there's sin in your life and a holy God, and that's not a comfortable situation. Um, but yeah, I think breaking out of 
the age category you're mm-hmm. usually in. That's and, the tightest model. Yeah, it really it is. It really the is. Older women teaching the younger ones. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And 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 you know, if there's no in your own church, there's no outreach to your generation. Uh, there doesn't have to be. Take the initiative. Go to big church or whatever, and sit in the pew next to somebody, and just be there. You know, be a part of it. And if you get patronized, and hopefully you don't, be humble. Well, it provides a fresh perspective <laughs> yeah. too. If you're only around people that are like you, mm, exactly, you're not gonna iron sharpen iron because you're no. the same piece of iron. Yeah, you're du- you're each as dull as the other. You need something a little sharper and a little rougher to sh- sharpen you. Oh man, I love that picture. Um, but yeah, yeah. If you're in an echo chamber, the only thing you're going to be hearing is just the same question over and over and over. And and different perspective, that's so valuable because the thing is, no matter the cultural difference between you and an older person, because there's going to be a cultural difference, the life experiences are basically going to be the same. Right. Where you are, they were at one point, and they got through it. If you're in a class of mm-hmm. young mothers, it is helpful mm-hmm. sometimes to be able to relate and go, oh, I'm not sleeping. I'm not oh, sleeping yeah, yeah. either. But then it's also nice to have an older mother who says, you're going to eventually get sleep, I promise. Oh, yeah. You know, well, like, just to They that say that, but they mean like after <laughs> 13. <laughs> oh, my goodness. But yeah, th- that's true. You you need, honestly, it's, it's fellowship. Uh, it's, you're, you're all a part of the church. You're a part of the body of Christ. Um, you, you cut one part off and it dies. Mm-hmm. You need to be connected. You need to have that connection to the vine who is Christ. And there's that, mm-hmm. like those connections require sacrifice mm-hmm. because it means giving up another night of your week. Yeah. It means letting people come in your home or mm-hmm. getting your family together and going to somebody else's home. And mm-hmm. that's important. It is important and it takes a lot of work. But again, it's, it's uncomfortable. It shouldn't be comfortable. And I hope... Honestly, I hope you're comfortable listening to Share Truth Plus Scripture, and you'll come back next week when we continue our discussion uh, about ministering to younger people.